There's now 99 days to go until the FIFA Women's Football World Cup in New Zealand and Australia. But fans here may not be feeling quite as positive about things as they were a day ago. Overnight, the football ferns crashed to a 3-0 loss to Nigeria. Sports reporter Daniel Gilhilly joins us now. Well, Daniel, that result, bit of a setback, eh? I'm afraid setback is a very good word here, Lisa. Um, it's an incredibly disappointing result for New Zealand, who are experiencing a lean run at exactly the wrong time, really. Um, this was their tenth straight game without a win. Uh, they never looked like it in this friendly. It was in Turkey overnight against a Nigerian side who were ranked 42nd in the world, so that's well below New Zealand. Um, it's come four days after a very encouraging one-all draw with Iceland, who are a very strong side. Uh, in that game, New Zealand scored their first goal in eight games, and there was some suggestion that maybe they were turning the corner, um, but it seems not. I mean, the real shame of all this is if we had a strong football fern side that was really firing, that in itself could create some real momentum and generate additional interest ahead of the World Cup and really get something going. Uh, we're seeing that happening right now over in Australia, which of course is co-hosting the tournament with New Zealand. The Matildas, uh, that's what the Australian team are known as, they stunned the European champions England 2-0 overnight. And th- I mean, that result alone will ensure some real interest across the Tasman, both leading up to and during the tournament. So I'm not sure will we get those same exciting levels over here. Uh, for New Zealand coach Yitka Klimkova, this was the last game before she names her World Cup squad next month. Um, she hasn't really tried out too many different players or combinations this year. So selection-wise, she may have painted herself into a little bit of a corner. Added to that, two of her best and most experienced players have suffered potentially serious injuries over in Turkey. Uh, we don't know yet how serious those injuries are. They're to midfielders Betsy Hassett and Olivia Chance. So it's fair to say there'll be some fingers crossed uh, as they await those medical diagnoses. You're a bit of a bearer of bad news this evening, aren't you? So let's <laughs> move on to um, NBA star Stephen Adams. Yes, I'm afraid Stephen Adams has got his timing wrong here as well, Lisa. Uh, he's been effectively ruled out of the NBA postseason today by his Memphis Grizzlies coach, uh, Taylor Jenkins. Adams suffered a knee injury, uh, it was a knee sprain back in January, and it was suggested then that he'd be out for maybe five or six weeks. Uh, unfortunately, it's dragged on. The ligament damage hasn't healed quickly at all, and that's even after getting a stem cell injection uh, about a month ago to try to speed up the process. Nothing has worked. So I mean, this, this is gutting news for Adams and for basketball fans here in New Zealand. Um, a lot of people follow his career very closely, and some of them may have been hoping for something very special. Um, a Kiwi playing in the NBA is rare enough, but having a New Zealander win the league would be something else again. And the Grizzlies are actually a shot at doing that. They're a very strong team. Um, they boast the fifth best overall record of any team across the NBA. And Adams was a big part of that. He was enjoying one of his best seasons and had basically cemented his status as one of the world's premier centres. He's still 29, so he's got time to have another crack at it. We just now have to hope he hasn't missed his prime chance at what could be, by rights, rated one of the great New Zealand individual achievements in a professional team sport. Thank you, I think, Daniel. Maybe tomorrow something a little bit more positive than a sports reporter. Daniel Gill, he'll be joining us from our Wellington studio live.